Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide Olivia and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. In this one, we'll chat about fearing the hurt. This is one of those fun episodes where we're going to be doing a little bit of a a book review chat where I will talk about a book, but mainly we're going to be talking about a topic that that book stirred up for me and I think is a great conversation to have. And if you dig the book, then you can go read it too. (laughs) And I just like to give back in that way and be able to recommend um, other authors and give them, give them credit where credit is due. Okay, (laughs) that's it. That's what we're doing today. Uh, First though, just a little reminder that it is a huge help to me, the show, and anyone out there that these episodes might support. If you could take a quick second and leave a review. The podcast gods, they love it. Um, The algorithm, it feeds the machine. Um, But no, it really lets people know um, that you enjoy the show and that other people would probably enjoy it too. And I get to hear what you think about it. And then also a big thank you to all of my readers Patreon members, and clients for supporting the work that I do. Thank you all. Okay, let's talk about fearing the hurt. That is like maybe one of the simplest episode titles I've ever made in my life. Okay, the book I want to talk about today is, um, don't run away, please, uh, <laughs> but it's called Wild is the Witch by Rachel Griffin. Um, this is a fiction, I just, I like how when I do these, I just am tossing books around. Um, this is a fiction book. It's like, it's just a, a, a pretty quick novel. Let's see, 308 pages. There you go. Um, so that, that to me is a quick read. I don't know about you. <laughs> but um, I got this one and I just, I really enjoyed it. And, um, and, it, and it did bring up like reflection around how sometimes like when we get hurt by something or we have an experience, you know, and and it can be as far as like trauma, it could be not as far as trauma, but something that just like rattles us or shakes us um, and then ends up kind of manipulating um, how we choose to show up in the world. And, and basically we start acting from a place of fear, right? Like maybe we don't want to get hurt again, or we're trying to protect ourselves or whatever that might be. And it's, it is just a fascinating concept how when we kind of like live in that capacity, (laughs) oftentimes I feel like it ends up causing more hurt in the long run (laughs) because we are then suffering because we're not living authentically or in alignment with how we feel we should be living. Um, or like, we're just maybe like people please, or I don't know what it, what it would be, but, um, just that. And then, you know, and then people get a version of our, ourselves that just isn't, isn't us. And, you know, either is going to end up like rocking them later when they're like, wait, what happened? Like, what, who, who are you? 
and or I don't know or or it ends up just hurting them because you're showing up in a way that you know maybe is more closed off maybe it's more angry maybe it's more fearful and in it in it maybe it's harder to connect with people because you're in that state of like fearing the hurt and living from that place. It's just a really interesting thing to think about. And I know like for myself, I've done a lot of reflection on that in my life. And and sometimes I, I seek it out intentionally, but oftentimes, you know, it just, it kind of becomes known. Like there's just these moments where it's like, oh, that's a thing I'm doing. Do I want to do that? No, I don't. And then having to kind of unpack, you know, if I can find where that came from, cool. Um, if if not, or even if so, it's kind of like, well, what, who do I want to be or how do I want to be instead? What feels true to me? And then, you know, moving from that place and making that transition into living from a place that feels more whole um, and in more love, dare I say it, um, and not from a place of fearing that I'm going to get hurt. Like hurt happens, but does it need to to rule our lives? No. You know. Um yeah, it's just it's just interesting. Um okay, let me I'm going to read to you actually. I don't know, we'll see if I read the whole blurby bit from the book. Um I do like to read the blurb because a title can only tell you so much. I mean, I love titles, don't get me wrong. I'm an author. Um but like sometimes when you get to just like hear that bit about the story, it's like, "Ooh, I want to read that" or Ugh, I don't want to read that. <laughs> um so I do want to read this because I don't like trying to summarize a book. Like somebody already did that. <laughs> I'm just going to utilize what they the work they put in. Okay, so let's, I'm going to, let me read the little blurry bit. It says, after a night of magic turns deadly, Iris Gray vows to never let another person learn she's a witch. It doesn't matter that the witch's council found her innocent or that her magic was once viewed as a marvel. That night on the lake changed everything. Now settled in Washington, Iris hides who she really is and vents her frustrations by writing curses she never intends to cast. And while she loves working at the wildlife refuge she runs with her mother, she loathes Pike Alder, the witch-hating, aspiring ornithologist who interns with them. Um, When Pike makes a particularly hurtful comment, Iris concocts a cruel curse for him, but just as she's about to dispel it, an owl swoops down and steals the curse before flying far away from the refuge. The owl is a powerful amplifier, and if it dies, Iris's dark spell will be unleashed not only on Pike, but on everyone in the region. Forced to work together, Iris and Pike trek through the wilderness in search of the bird that could cost Pike his life. But Pike doesn't know the truth, and as, and as more dangers arise in the woods, Iris must now decide how far she's willing to go to keep her secrets safe. Okay, that's the little blurby bit. But it's, it, it, there's like, there's multiple elements. Actually, I really like the way they describe like magic and witches and stuff um, in this book. Uh, I, I like the take on it. Um, it's a little less like whimsical and, <laughs> and more like nature and energy based and practice based. And that's really cool. Um, however, outside of that, there's like these different layers um, with different characters of like fear and how how they've learned, maybe not learned, but how they've ended up coping with that fear. 
um, and that hurt that they've experienced and how like different people can protect themselves in different ways and and how that ends up also I think like affecting the people around you because it really like sometimes we put up these these walls right to like protect ourselves from getting hurt but in in turn like we do end up treating people in a way that is very different um and and dare I say probably not the most beneficial um, because we're we're locking ourselves in, so therefore there's an element of like having to lock other people out, and that can manifest in so many different ways. It's, I mean, it's why I, I love doing the work that I do. It's why I enjoy... I mean, like... I'm trying... To, let me think of what I'm trying to say. It's like I write self-help books, right? And just recently I published beat the bad, which is kind of my last non-fiction self-help book for a while. Um, everything I write is not everything, but like some of them, like they're all very like real world based and they're, they're usually fairly instructional. And I try to use stories from life, um, and all of that. And then, you know, from here on, I've kind of been like going into the, the realm of fiction. And that might be like contemporary fiction where it feels like real life regardless, but like, it's still in the genre of self-help because like, sometimes we can see so much through a story and through like being this third party viewer to someone else's experience. And, um, I think sometimes when we're, when we're in it, right. When we're like fearing the hurt and we're protecting ourselves, we're not seeing what that totally does to other people until maybe it feels like it's too late or we've like caused harm or done irreparable damage or what have you and so I don't where was I going with this I don't know I just I I think the thing I was trying to say was like I enjoy like the the character arc like the 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 personal growth in a story because it can sometimes help us see our own, our own stuff. Right. And then to also not feel so alone, even if it's like, even if it's fiction and, um, and that's really, that's really awesome. (laughs) That's the word I'm going to use. Awesome. Um, and it can help, like it, it can help bring us back home. So, whether you're interested in this book or not, Wild as the Witch by Rachel Griffin, I mean, I recommend it. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. I ate it up super fast. Um, whether it's this book or not, if you ever like read fiction or watch a movie or just like consume any kind of like narrative in any way, theater, whatever it might be, um, even sometimes song music we I feel it I think we feel it a lot in music especially but like you know look at that like a like a mirror like what what is that what can that teach you what can that show you about yourself maybe it's not yourself maybe it's other people but you know what can we gain from it glean from it what can we learn from it because I think there's always something to learn humans write these stories they're always kind of based in some nugget of reality even if it's sci-fi, even if it's fantasy, right? Like there's always that root in like 
the human experience or even like the soul experience and I can I can be such a gain to be able to to explore it in that capacity and and like I said for us to find a lesson in it and to be able to kind of crack ourselves open especially in like the realm of you know living from a a place of being scared of getting hurt again and allowing us to kind of shed that shell and allow ourselves to experience life even if we've experienced the darkest thing that has closed us off you know we can open back up again and enjoy what time we have here honestly make the most of the time we have here rather than living scared that something might rattle us because it probably will and that's kind of part of the experience. <laughs> okay. I could go on about this topic forever and I'm not gonna. <laughs> so that is it for this episode. If you liked it, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. You can also check out my self-help books and services at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome, I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.